0: Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company and I'm so excited today to be joined by the wonderful Marissa Davila to talk all about Greece, Rise of the Pink Ladies and I wanted to to ask a little bit about some of the research that was helpful to do because the, the show itself is, is precursor to the movies and it's set in 1954. Um, and I know that obviously the writing team all did extensive research and connected with a lot of women who had been coming of age in that time period to really get a lot of the details specific for the show. You know, and you obviously come on board, and and all of that research has been poured into the scripts at this point. And so, for you, what was helpful to research or dive into from the time period to really understand the the lens and perspective of this character in the world of Jane in the show?
1: Oh, honestly, yes, it was quite the task of just trying to keep, go back in time to an era where I did not exist yet, <laughs> um, and it was even like you know, films and television shows that I have never seen because I I. I um, was born after the time. So a lot of it was just contacting some family members, my grandparents first, when they found out about the show, they were so excited. And I was like, I need your help. What was it like when you were teenagers? (laughs) And um, so I had uh, some really nice heart-to-heart conversations about that. And really a lot of the work that Annabelle and Alethea did to remold the Greece world and bring back the fifties, but for like with a modern lens, um, they really, Relayed a lot of their research to us, and we learned a lot through them. And just studying the films, Greece One and Greece Two, or any other films based on that era. Greece has such an incredible type of energy that isn't quite found in too much other media. It's such a specific type of genre that just studying the films in itself was really helpful.
0: And you're, you're playing a character who, as a teenager, is really on this journey of self-discovery and episode by episode really coming into herself more. And there's there's a really beautiful moment in one of the episodes where she describes how she has always felt like she's never enough of one thing because she's so many different puzzle pieces trying to come together and, and even the lineage of her parents being Puerto Rican and Italian-American and So how did you want to create the scope of this character where in essence there's elements of herself that she feels very strong about and very certain about but also finding those spaces where she does feel like this myriad of puzzle pieces coming together that you can really build upon throughout the show?
1: Oh man you know I've really found that I relate to Jane in a lot of different ways. One of which is like being completely overwhelmed a lot of the time but trying to keep it together and trying to keep everyone happy too i think she's a people pleaser in that regard um one of the like metaphors i used to explain to my mom of describing like what what used to go on in my brain all the time is like i always feel like i'm spinning plates Like the minute I'm over here doing this, like that's about to fall over there so that I have to go over here and spin this plate. And I think that that same applies for Jane as well. And um, what I love about that episode, I'm so happy that you remembered that too. I love that moment is, um, it's kind of the first time that she's opened up about that, I think, and the first time that she even knew how to describe what she was going through. And the first time that she's had friends to listen. So I thought that that was really special. Um, But she goes through a lot. I think that our show puts a really great lens on the teenage experience (laughs) and how every single thing that we go through, the stakes are so high and that's all we know. Like every problem that we have is like the worst problem in the world and it's the end of the world always. but we just, we live so passionately at that age because we're still trying to figure things out. And I'm just grateful that Jane has the friends that she does to help her along.
0: I also think with, with what you're saying about how you really related to a lot of elements to her, is is such a great point because the show also very successfully it, it takes place in this t- specific time period but it also has a modern lens and really looks at a lot of things that still are in, in existence for teenagers at that same age today as they would have been at that point and so were there specific details in Jane that you found where you know it didn't necessarily feel time period specific it felt very timeless to her.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. What's crazy is I I would 100% agree that the time, the era at which our show is set is almost a character in itself. It's not necessarily like the whole story, like you can place our characters in in our circumstances in different eras and, and we're gonna be going and feeling the same things. Um, and that's why I think it's gonna be really easy for audiences now to be able to relate to many different characters. Um, I just, I always, when I was filming this, there were so many moments where Jane was, had made a decision or was going through with something. And I was like, I would have never done this in high school. Or or like, you know, when, when uh, they take off in the car and the pilot and they steal someone's car, it's like, I would have, I would have never had the bravery. I would have thought I was going to get in way too much trouble. I wouldn't have even tried. Like, um, yeah. And then you've got like, there's uh, the high school mean girls and then you've got uh, all the dynamics of just trying to navigate like how you feel like crushes on friends like that's still so evident, even from the 50s and still to this day, so I think it's really fun to watch and it was really fun to relive again <laughs> going through high school.
0: And the show has obviously numerous musical numbers and Justin Tranter is the the songwriter and creator of all of those musical elements. And so I was interested in in the dynamic for you in terms of incorporating that into your performance because when you're working on those musical numbers, when you're recording the vocals before you're even on set, that's already laying the foundation and the groundwork for Mm -hmm. what your performance on set is going to be. But obviously you have to kind of leave space for discovery. And so how would you go into that that pre-production element of the musical? numbers already thinking about choices that you might make once you were physically on set performing as well
1: wow no you are so right um that's exactly how it went down a lot of times things would be shot out of order or we wouldn't know the full context of a scene before we had to learn the song and record it and so i think the biggest tip and trick and tool that we had on our side was just trust and trusting because like anytime we would go into the studio, we'd, we'd have already prepared the number with what we thought we had in mind of the approach. And then the engineer and Justin and, and their team were, were able to guide us on like, all right, here's the scope. They paint the picture for us and go, this may influence the performance here right now in front of the mic and then make it a little more, give it a little more clarity through when we finally shoot the scene at a separate time. And so I just did a lot of like trust falls back <laughs> into these people that really had a bigger and more clear vision than the, than what we had because we were tackling so much. Um, so yeah, and, and I found a lot of the times I was grateful that I made certain decisions in the studio and what's great too is we we get a lot of different versions when we're in the studio so they're able to pick based on that direction of the choice that they choose it's like oh this was more powerful so we're going to go with this one and that'll influence how it's performed on set if that makes sense so it was really cool like collaboration in that way
0: that's so great you know and and there's so many original musical numbers throughout the show but the very first musical number is a rendition of Grease is the Word which you know we also see in the trailer for the show and so what was the experience of kind of going into doing a musical number that's so iconic with the films and yet all the while knowing that you're building this entirely new world that that's separate to Mm -hmm. that but that, that was a great way to carry audiences over into it
1: i think so too i would i think it's a really nice transition and 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 little like icebreaker to introduce our show and get them back reintroduce the feeling of Greece to them from the get-go and going like this is what we're honoring but we're about to take it and make it anew of something of our own and justin and their team oh my goodness mark my words this is award-winning music and jamal sims and their team of just choreograph it was phenomenal it's anything i it's everything i've always dreamed of doing like being at the classic iconic drive-in and dancing with hundreds of dancers that just were on it and really like filled filled the the world what i love about our show is i really hope that people don't watch it once only because there's so much to look at <laughs> there's so many like background artists and dancers and 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 um other characters off to the side that are, are fully fleshed out characters that you might miss the first go around. Um, so I think that that's a really fun factor about our show. But Grease is the Word is iconic, and that was really fun for us to do. What's I have a funny story about one of those days? We did those that, that in three night shoots at the drive in, and one of the nights it was raining, it was pouring, and so we had to stop shooting for a bit and just wait for the rain to pass but while we were waiting they put singing in the rain up on the drive-in on the drive-in screen and so we would just all stand there watch watching this movie and yeah it was really
0: it was really special
1: so even though it was like cold and freezing and raining we were like we oh, were still so happy to be there
0: I love that. And, you know, J- Justin and their team and, and the writers as well have also really used the musical numbers in a myriad of different ways. You know, there's moments where it really shows the connectivity and that building friendship between Jane and the rest of the pink ladies, mm-hmm. you know, and something that they're all on the same page of. And then there's moments where it really feels like an inner monologue for her as a character. And so did you find that it opened up a lot of different spaces to explore the internal world of this character in a different way that if you were just delivering as dialogue would have been a very different element of performance?
1: Wow, yeah, that, that's an incredible question. I feel like the songs really did give us more liberty to, because yeah, if it was an inner monologue in a scene, it's a little bit more grounded, it's a little bit more subdued. And um, the songs are just insane visual with absolutely no boundaries. We're pushing boundaries in a song and then stretching reality to express how we really feel. And I think it's the best way to get those things across. Um, what's so funny about one of my first solos in the second episode is it didn't even exist until the end of the show. We were shooting for seven months and that song didn't exist until like the last month. And they like slid it in there. And so I didn't even know that that would be there. And so we shoot the whole episode and they're like, we're going to slide this song in. And that just even, I think for them. And for me, it was a journey of getting to know Jane that entire time and being like, we need to include what's going on internally, like you said. I think that's really important. And I'm so glad that that song exists because it just gives the audience way more information about her experience.
0: Was, was there a big difference for you as you got further into shooting the season? Because like you just said, it was over the course of a seven month production, which is a really long time to live <laughs> with her as a character. And so did you start to find that there was a difference for you in how you were going into different scenes and different moments? Because you know, you start to really get to know the character and how she's gonna respond in certain situations in a completely different way.
1: Oh, yes. I say the more time I spent with her, the more I, I knew her. And a lot of that at that point was a journey of like trusting yourself. Cause I always said that Jane is one of the first characters in my career that was the most like me. I've always gotten to play like really like mean characters or really like ditzy characters, but Jane is like so headstrong and ambitious. And there were moments when I was shooting that I was like, oh, she's so mean, like am I doing enough <laughs> by just putting myself in there? Um, and so I just had to like really trust that just um the, we always say that like acting is not really acting it's just being it's that was a real practice for me and also I found in the first few months I'd brought all of these materials to set. I had like binders and notebooks and notes that I've taken for the character and things that we've written down during table reads and I've got it like like I look like Jane walking into school taking it on to set and I would study in between scenes and eventually I didn't need those resources anymore. Because I had gotten to know her through the scenes and I was able to show up on the day and trust that I would know how she'd react to this thing that was going on or I know what she I know how she say this, you know, so it was a really, really fun, long journey.
0: And because you mentioned the table reads just there as well, what what was the dynamic of how that would really help you with your process or knowing how you were going to go into particular scenes, just in having that moment where it's not just you sitting at home with the script, but it's you hearing the rest of the cast and and being able to start creating that, that kind of freedom and space that you always leave open for what your scene partners are going to do. Yes,
1: yes. Um, I got really lucky on the show that I have incredibly talented, thoughtful, kind, smart castmates that I never felt like I was like alone, treading water to keep a scene going. Like I, it was never that one of us had to carry all of the load. We were just balancing it so well together. And so what's really funny is we never really had our, all of our table reads were over Zoom. So the first time that we would do scenes in person would be on the day which is an incredible <laughs> feat. And um, even sometimes when you know scheduling became a little tricky, we would do table reads after we already started shooting the episode. So then you would get a feel for it even more so halfway through and be like, oh, it's, it's so good to hear it once in order, because if we didn't have the table reads, then we wouldn't even have access to that. So that was good. Um, oh, it was just really, it's amazing. I feel like every time I got to watch everybody do their work, I was able to just like, "Ah, this is gonna be good. You know, take a nice deep breath because it was so entertaining and amazing to watch everyone perform their characters that I was like, oh, I just get to like, sit into this world with you,
0: you know? And with what you were saying as well about being able to bring aspects of yourself into Jane as a character, did you also find that that was the case in terms of the friendship dynamic within the Pink Ladies? Because at the beginning of the first episode, they're not in the same social circles. They're not hanging out with each other and spending time. They're kind of really drawn together from this space of solitude and isolation and feeling like they don't belong in their own pockets of the world. And so we get to watch the the beginning burgeoning elements of what this group dynamic and what this friendship looks like and is going to become. Um, and so did mm-hmm. you find that also in coming into a new show and working with a new cast that there were elements of getting to build these relationship dynamics off screen for the first time that you were really able to bring into what that looks like on screen as well?
1: Yes, I think so. What, what I think we were really good at, um, considering the circumstances, is one, one of our first days shooting was that last number of the pilot different this year reprise. And uh, we didn't know it, we probably have met like two weeks before then doing prep. And then we had to be like our first day on set, like holding hands and like BFFs from the get go. And then that sets the tone, like what you decide to do as a character on that day sets the tone for the rest of the seven months. And so I think all of us were really stressed of like, those choices on those specific days but then as it was all edited together and we watched it back we were like wow we really really knew what we were doing you know we didn't have too much to worry about but um the the lovely thing is like a lot of my scenes got to be with the pink ladies and so there wasn't ever too much time that we were apart which I really appreciate um but it's it's a it's a really special thing I think paramount did a risky thing for on their end, because I know how the industry works, really trusting a lot of fresh faces in the industry. Um, A lot of us have never been on a production like this or put put in these, um, given these responsibilities, and I think everyone stepped up to the plate. And um, we've definitely grown a lot, that's for sure.
0: That's so great. And, you know, one of one of the scenes in the moments that I really love as well within that group dynamic is when we get to see them walking down the hallway in their jackets together for the first time, because there's this synergy between them. But also for everything that you've built in Jane in a very short space of time in the show is you know it's so different watching the confidence in her walking down that hallway with this group of new friends from when we meet her at the beginning and you know she's still kind of navigating who she is to a degree and so even just in those first few episodes how did you want to create this arc and this journey and this growth of confidence to a moment like that in the show
1: you're so right. It happens very fast, <laughs> all of her decisions. And she's like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. And in real life, I'm like, whoa, hold on, <laughs> slow down. Um, I I think that I, just as it's same for real life as it is for on screen. that the speed of those decisions and that confidence and that courage really came from the support and the energy of the other pink ladies. I, I say that even when we're entering new stages of, of this job of doing press tour for the first time and and we're standing backstage like holding hands and huddling it's like i i i'm so grateful that i don't have to do this alone and i think that's how jane feels as well
0: and in terms of the 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 jackets as well the version that we're seeing on screen wasn't the first and only creation that the costume department no. made <laughs> Given that you went through a few different outfittings and, and different variations, I was just interested in what was kind of the journey and, and the growth of what that design looked like for the final version that we're seeing on screen.
1: Well, to be honest, the versions I saw, it, it was less of like different styles of the jacket completely made and more like they were building it from from scratch and like adding the layers on. So the first version of the jacket I tried on was very much just like a mock-up of the fabric trying to figure out where the seams would lay. It was very intricate work. And then the next one maybe had the satin added on the inside. And then the next, they were testing out like the lengths of the collars that they wanted and and the style of calligraphy that they wanted for the names. It was so meticulously created that every time that they would come in, it would be like in a bag. (laughs) Well, I I always joke because it felt like, because normally it would be during our fittings that we'd try them on, but they weren't on the rack when we'd come in. and so like halfway through, I always joke that they were like, all right, bring in the jacket, you know, and it like comes in in a fancy with like bodyguards, which didn't happen, but it felt like that. Um, and we would try it on I'd take a photo and then they would take it off, and I'd watch it go away. And I'm like, what am I going to get to wear it? So that first shot that you see us walking down the hallway was the very first time we wore them ever. So I think that the energy that you felt through the screen was real, you know?
0: I love it. You know, and and also with with what you were saying before about you know the the arc for jane and and having to kind of create those shifts fairly quickly narratively there's also that that shift in kind of her moral compass and how she makes choices, you know, and within a couple of episodes, she's, she's kind of realizing sometimes you have to break the rules in order to feel like you're doing the right thing. Whereas she's always been very much, you know, the straight A student, the complete rule follower in the world, but the world isn't responding to her in the way that she needs it to. And so she's creating the rules of her own game. And so what, what were the shifts in the dynamic of the character that an arc like that created for you as well?
1: Oh, man. Well, it's interesting because she, I feel like she battles. She's a girl that is built on fairness. You know, she's she's a Libra. I was told she's a Libra. Our showrunner gave us all our um, our signs. I can't wait. Zodiac signs. So we were able to study just our characteristics in that as well, which was really cool. Um, But she's all about balance and fairness. So when she sees some, any injustices or anything that doesn't make sense, she's like, but why that's great. You know, like she's questioning it from the get go. And she's found that a lot of times when she tries to speak up, either nobody listens or nobody's going to change anything. So instead of waiting around, not being heard, she's going to take matters into her own hands, you know, for once and see what happens.
0: One of the other moments that was really fun to watch for her character wise is in one of the episodes where they're at Richie's house and she kind of lets loose for the first time and, and kind of like opens up and she's just dancing with his family members and her friends around her. And it's very different to the choreography of the musical numbers. And so for a moment like that, how did you make that choice of what does it look like for a character like Jane to be dancing in a space where she feels very uninhibited and feels very comfortable in herself for one of the first times?
1: That is so funny. I you're really like touching on all like even on the day we were shooting that in the moment I was talking to Jamal our choreographer because we had already shot prior to that like many other musical numbers where like Jane can dance in the musical numbers so I'm like when in this moment when she's having trouble dancing how is that and he was like you know well a lot of the musical numbers are the dream sequence scenarios where she's she's just this is like what she wishes the world would look like that kind of thing and so i had full liberty this time to really show without without the help of being in a musical number realm how would she how would she approach just having fun and just dancing and you know you're watching somebody who's not necessarily comfortable in her own skin just let loose and um I took a lot of inspiration from Carol Burnett because I grew up watching her and her physical comedy. And so especially in that moment, there was an episode of, um, I think it's either the Lucy show or I Love Lucy, where Carol Burnett was a guest and she got to do the... um, The they call her hard, hearted Hannah, work on la cabana or something like that. And I I just grew up watching that episode and I was like I can throw some I could throw some hips in there like she did and you know, take a note from the classics. So that was fun.
0: I love that and with everything that you've been describing in terms of just the experience of creating this show and, and spending the course of seven months and what do you feel are, are some of the skills that you really got to evolve or enhance within yourself as a performer from the experience of making this show oh, endurance
1: <laughs> um, endurance learning how to pace myself take care of myself going just like non-stop like falls to the wall hardcore for seven months. It does damage on your body if you're not too careful. And so really putting my self-care first in moments that I can and learning how to speak up for myself when I needed time or if I needed rest. And and um, I really I learned a lot about advocating for myself. And um, just the whole experience is something like I said I've dreamed about doing my whole life. I used to as a kid watch like High School Musical, or even Annie. Annie was probably one of my first musicals I watched, and I I look up there and I go, oh man, well, I can sing. I like to sing, you know. And I'm like, I'm taking dance classes when I was a kid. I was like, and I can dance, and I really have to act. I can do something like that, and that that always sat in my mind. And so, being on set, completing a project like this was just a wonderful for full circle for me to go you. Thought that you could do it, and you can, and you did. So that was just—it was—it was a beautiful moment just for myself to enjoy as well.
0: That's so fantastic to hear, and I can't wait to watch the rest of of the first season. So congratulations! Yeah! <laughs> thank you so oh, much.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You had amazing questions. It was super fun talking to you.